1: Buying a home, selling your home, you've come to the right place.
2: This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with RE MAX, the Golfy team. Welcome to the
1: Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with Phil Golfy and host Rick Zamprin. Welcome aboard. It's another awesome weekend here in the city of Hamilton, and we have a lot of great things to talk about real estate related. Of course, it's Grey Cup weekend in the Hammer as well, but that's not going to stop us from talking about uh, what is making headlines and is uh, the talk uh, amongst uh, people at the water cooler, or wherever they're hanging out these days, including Toronto, because a lot of interesting things are happening in Toronto when it comes to real estate, whether it's the land transfer tax, which is going to be going up in the new year, a vacant home tax, um, area buyers in Toronto walking away from big-time deposits, and uh, some homes, even the most desirable ones in the big smoke, are not selling. So what is going on, and, and how is that going to impact things here in Hamilton and in Burlington? If you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's rob i.com Rob and Phil, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Yes, it's a crazy,
2: crazy market right now. People's personalities have changed because of the market, and uh, and it's everybody's just uh, going uh, going crazy. Um, what's going on is is that there, there was an article in regards that they said that the uh, the housing market likely in a in a hibernation until spring. This justifies what I've been saying. And I had a debate with a realtor from Calgary and, uh, and we were talking about, uh, saying, you know, there's houses that are price bang on, but they're not selling. And he's, you know, uh, indicating that Rob, they're overpriced. Well, I know the difference between an overpriced house, a house priced the right price and an underpriced house. Now we've got houses on the market that are priced. Bang on, we know it, but we know the market is the way it is now is not, uh, is not accepting that right now. It's just no action is happening. Even if you drop the price, you're still not going to have people looking at the house. So this verifies what I've been saying. And, and that's why I tell people, uh, if, if I feel your house is priced right, and, and if you've got the time, I would hang in there, keep the price to where it is, and then we'll go. Now, a lot of people that are out there the consumer the public they may feel their house is priced right but it needs to be dropped it just depends on every every house every situation is different so you have to be very very careful you, the agent must know the market very well and must know it so we're doing a lot of going through all our inventory trying to see if the house is overpriced underpriced or priced right to make sure that uh that we're not sitting there even though uh that it, if we're priced too high but if we're priced right Let's just sit there and wait. Now, obviously, people go through divorces. They have to sell fast. People, uh, estate sales, they have to sell. Relocation and whatever else. People right now and and the elderly population, this market, they don't even know this is happening. (laughs) Except when they put their house up for sale. If they listen to us and they go by what we tell them. Uh, and, and the house is uh, priced right, they will sell and they will buy because usually they have cash and they're paying 100% uh, uh, cash on on these houses. But just to give you a little bit of what's going on, in Hamilton, I, I did this in the first 20, uh, 15 days of this month. So the inventory in Hamilton surrounding areas, 1,722 listings. So the average days on market for these listings that are active right now is 45 days. Now, out of those listings, out, out of that, out of the first 15 days, 164 homes sold. Not, that's a real low ratio. And out of those 164 homes that sold, which is a low, uh, uh, the average uh, list to sell ratio was almost 96%. So, and the ones that did sell, the average days on market was 29 days. So basically, like 1% of the homes are selling. That's so far in the first two weeks of November. Now... The average sale price that was selling, like now, if you you take the 164 homes, you know, and uh, figure out the average sale price, it was 766,000. So, um, you know what? It it is. Houses are sticking around on the market and stuff. Niagara, man, they've got problems out there, okay? Uh, 2,513 listings active right now. Average days on the market for these active listings is 54 days. Now, out of the 2,513 listings, 143 of them sold in the first two weeks. Crazy. And the average list to sell ratio, so that means the average they're getting is 94% of the sale price. So, and the average days on market for these homes in Niagara is 39 days. So basically, we're selling a half a point of homes. On the market right now. So if you are trying to sell and you're wondering why it's not selling in Niagara and you're sitting and sitting and sitting, you know what? Just sit tight. If you can afford to hang in there for another three months, you will be okay. Don't keep pushing and pushing and dropping the price because it's not going to happen. You're still not going to get the sale because the buyers are not coming out regardless whether how good of a deal it is. Well, maybe a really good deal. <laughs> so, but, um, uh, but in in, in, uh, in in Burlington, 484 listings active. Average days on market for those listings is 39. Uh, 52 uh, homes sold in the first two weeks of Burlington, which works out to about 95.3% list-to-sell ratio. Now, average days on the market, the ones that did sell out of the 52, which doesn't, doesn't seem that much for Burlington, was uh, average days on market was 28 days. So we're selling about 1%. So overall, except... For Niagara, one percent of the homes are selling right now and you just gotta be you just you
1: just got you just gotta be uh patient and wait that's all and so in those circumstances Rob, those one percentage points. Uh, that are actually selling their homes, is it strictly uh, – this is going to be a tough question because every home is different. Is it strictly based on price? Like if the price is right, it is going to sell, or is it location? Is it what the home looks like, the condition? Is it the neighborhood? Is it all those factors rolled into one? It, what it is is if you – so I'll give you a perfect example. There was a house in
2: Grimsby that was listed at $599.9 on, on Bedford. 13 Bedford Park. Great listing. Great, great price. listing. I, I, I wanted to buy it. I have yeah. no reason to buy uh, that house, but I, I wanted to buy it because it was a good deal. Right. But um, it was priced right. It, it, it was probably priced just under what the market is. It's a right. bungalow. It, the other thing, it's a bungalow. 1,300 square foot bungalow, three bedrooms, uh, really corner lot. Foot, yeah, it was foot. 80 by 140 foot lot oh, with wow. the, with an in-ground pool. Now, everyone's like 599 599 The The property needed work. Right. It was it was uh, tired. It was, um, you know, original, uh, you know, the cosmetically it need to be completely updated. But it didn't have anything out of the ordinary. It wasn't like it was infested with with rodents or had foundational issues or structural issues. But it was just a property that needed cosmetic work who, who, who listened to to our agent on our team, Julian Allen, who came up with an aggressive pricing strategy, laid it out in front of them. The house was vacant, so, so it was something where they, they wanted a quick sale. They wanted an immediate closing date. They laid out you know, the, 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 the marketing plan, the pricing strategy in front of them. They agreed to it, and they hit the market, and they had 15 showings in, in less than 24 hours. In the first, in the first so, day, we had three offers already registered. Exactly. And- so what that tells us is people are still paying attention. It's not like people are turning their backs on the real estate market and, and not looking. People out there are still looking right now, but they're looking for a deal, Right, yep. and yep. and and if you're not, you know, there's people out there that have listed their house thinking that you know they've come down a hundred thousand dollars of what they would have listed it in last year, and and they feel like their house is a deal, but they need to come down even just a touch more to attract those buyers. We, we you know, it's almost like the buyers have gone into hibernation right now, and and. To get them out, they they got to have that cookie that's so attractive for them to go, go and see it. And and this is one of those properties right now that, you know, you can say that it was underpriced or you can say it was priced competitively or aggressively, but that's what it took to get this property sold uh, in today's market.
1: This must have been one of those, you know, warm, uh, chocolatey cookies that you just bite into and you get that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Rob, you also mentioned earlier that people's personality is changing how so frustration mm. there's
2: people that have to sell and they're frustrated we've got we've got houses that are priced right and and you know and, and especially people that are going through a divorce it makes it even more tougher um we see uh couples fighting amongst amongst each other and one wants to drop the price, the other one doesn't. And I'm saying, listen, guys, we got to be patient. You're going to have to, you know, be husband and wife for at least another two months or three months. So they may not want to do that, but, uh, but you know, but they have to if they want the money out of their house. And you know what, am I, do I have the crystal ball? No, but I have the experience that I can tell how uh, trends go. And the one thing I know is that we are probably entering into uh, a, a deep, dark zone in the next uh four weeks and then things are going to start climbing back up again and and it will you know you know rick i always say get your house on the market for february because it'll it dictates what's going to happen i think we're going to have a flurry of of activity that's going to happen in uh, february march and then and then it'll slow down a bit and maybe another little bit in the summer when interest rates and they will drop interest rates next year sometime but not sure when but when they do they'll drop at a quarter point just to start off to see how things are going, and then you're going to start seeing confidence back into the market and things are going to roll. Now, housing prices, they are where they are. There's nothing you can do about it. Everybody's saying there's going to be a crash, crash. That crash already happened. It is. I know it still seems that it's expensive, but that's just the way Canadian real estate is. And that's, we have to accept it. And that's the way it is.
1: Rob, uh, or Phil, you also mentioned the word hibernation, and that is true, and that's how the that's the buzzword that the Canadian Real Estate Association is using when it uh, was describing the state of home sales in October, down five point six percent from September, and on a national average sale price um, uh, uh, aspects, the average price in October was six hundred fifty-six thousand dollars, actually up almost 2%, 1.8% year over year, and just above what we saw in September. So things are, I guess, from a price perspective, slowly starting to creep up. When we come back, we're going to get into what in the world is happening in Toronto. They have a vacant home tax that's going to be going up. They're going to be tackling other situations like a land transfer tax. What does that mean for places like Hamilton and Burlington? We'll discuss that next on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Phil Golfie, sales representatives, REMAX's Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house, you got to call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot .com. You can follow the Golfy team on TikTok, Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, and for an instant home estimates, go online to golfyhomevalue.com. That's golfyhomevalue.com. Plug in some numbers and get a pretty good idea of what your home could sell for here in Hamilton. Well, just down the highway, we know that Toronto is uh, the big smoke. It's the 6. It's hogtown. It's got a number of other nicknames that we can't mention on the air, but mm-hmm. we can mention this that The housing crisis in Toronto is very real, and the budget deficit that that city is in is extremely real. One and a half billion dollars in the hole, so much so they're asking the province and the federal government for a lot of help. And within that, not only do they want to, you know, fill up the coffers in Toronto, but they're also looking at how can we make real estate more affordable for some. One of the ideas is to have a vacant home tax, and that is rising in the new year from the current one percent to three percent. What kind of impact do you fellows think this is going to have?
2: Not going to have an impact at all, because these people that own properties from other countries, they love Canadian real estate. So if you think about it, um, if it like we know that Toronto real estate, I mean uh, every house is a million dollars or more. So let's let's consider a million dollars. And so if they're going to pay $30,000 a year for the next 10 years, Rick, 10 years. Now, you know how I always say, it, house prices double every 10 years. Mm-hmm. So so this house here will be worth $2 million, let's say. It'll probably be worth more than $2 million in 10 years. But they're going to end up paying $300,000. They made 700000 They get the $300,000 that they paid in the, in the uh, vacant tax. They're gonna get a tax rate off on that, so really it's not gonna be 300,000. And the property value went up another million dollars, so they made $700,000 on top of that. That still is a great investment for these Chinese and uh, Saudi Arabians that they're talking about that are buying it. But you you know what the government should be doing, the city of Toronto? Why don't they invest money and the, re- the reason why they're keeping it vacant they don't want to deal with tenants they don't want tenants they don't want to deal with tenants and they the get stuck there oh yeah destroying it, the property and invest in opening and having a landlord t- tenant board you don't pay your rent on the first of the month by the 15th uh but within 30 days you should be in court hey why aren't you paying your rent well guess what 30 days you're going to be out okay if they did something like that maybe these Chinese people would open up their houses to rent out but they're not doing that and they're saying, hey, you, you, you can put it up to 5% probably and we'll still buy real estate and still k- keep it empty. And, and and just because of the fact that Canada or Ontario has a terrible system when it comes to landlord-tenant affords. And I'm not just saying it's just that, but Canada is a great place to own real estate and keep real estate. And that's that's like them putting their money in the bank. It's yeah. better than the bank.
1: Do you think the idea behind this tax is to say, listen, we need more housing supply or or rental supply. If we institute this tax, people are going to unload their vacant properties. Do you think that's the mindset? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I mean, the fact that they went from one to three just shows
2: that the 1% didn't do anything or did tear anyone away. So – you know they're trying to create more more rental solutions, more affordable solutions and 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 perhaps if they open up the the vacant condos and the vacant uh, units, that that it might bring down some of the rental prices and bring down some of the, some of the housing prices. But there's condos in Toronto right now where you know they were sold out in a day and and 50% of them you know this condos built and 50% of the units still remain vacant because they're they're offshore buyers of of people you know money washing or or doing something of that nature to to like i said bet on the canadian real estate market which is which is a pretty good bet and, and they're, they're going to play the long play. This is, this is people with, you know, hundreds and millions of dollars that are going into Toronto and, and buying these units up, leaving them vacant. And, and who knows where, what the play is down the road. But it's, it's you know, what's going to deter them away? Is it, a, is a, it wasn't a 1% tax because if it was, then they wouldn't be raising it to a 3%. It's cheaper to just own the real estate, keep it vacant without the headaches. That's what it is. And you're going to see that continuing. Now, the, the resident that goes... To Florida for six months, uh, they're going to have a problem. So six months in one day. So now they're gonna have to shorten their little uh, winter Well, It's always been six months, right? Just to to have a whole hip, right? So you always have to spend six months in Ontario. So that's, that's going to remain. But, but I, you know, this is who they're going after. They're going after the offshore investors who are buying multiples of, of condo units. And and just leaving them vacant, and you know we see we saw this in Vancouver. Vancouver's this this problem has been going on in Vancouver for for long before it's been going on in Toronto, and and it's it's changed their real estate market. We've seen it, it have some type of effect on it, um, but not a dramatic effect. But in terms of Toronto right now, it's going to be interesting to see what what this vacant home tax does. They're, you know, they're they're taxing everything right now. Yeah, it's getting tough. It's getting tough out there, and Toronto is going after. It it, it doesn't just go after the uh, foreign people, but it's l- the local people too that live live probably two they have two different three different residences uh, in different parts of the world or whatever. But the problem is the one aspect of it you need somebody that knows how to run a business and and we need somebody that knows how to run Toronto as a as a business and Toronto's always been in trouble they you know what I mean they they've always had issues financial issues they keep asking money from the federal government because they they're, they're always uh, falling behind and, and and diving deep into debt and and this is one part of it is that they realize they can collect and you know what and they're going to find that it's not going to change you're right it's not going to change the uh, vacancy, and uh, and who knows, in two years from now, you're going to see them increase
1: it. The math that you laid out in Toronto, you know, million dollar million dollar home in ten years, it'll be two million or maybe even more than that. From a from an interest standpoint and a, and a growth perspective, that all made sense. Would a vacant home tax make sense in Hamilton? Would that math still work? I don't think there's as many
2: vacant homes no. in in Hamilton and surrounding area. We're not a, a like I I don't think I mean I, I think it they could bring it. It's not gonna it's it might bring in uh, I don't know maybe uh, I think I think the vacant home tax in Hamilton I I think you would be surprised by how many detached you know run down homes there are in the city and I think it would it would clean up some of the some of the yeah. you know distressed. Yeah. vacant properties in the city where, where you know if somebody's just sitting on it doesn't know what to do with it maybe has uh, you know eventually getting to a project that they had planned down the road maybe they inherited a property they'll and it, sell, they'll sell it and, and somebody and, else and, will build exactly, or exactly and somebody yeah. else would you know buy it renovate tear it down rebuild i think there's a lot of those homes yeah in, in terms of detached homes yeah. that are downtown um and i think it would it would it would clean up the city in terms of that but in terms of having an effect on affordability, on rental prices in the in Hamilton, no, I, I I don't think that would happen. But I do think a vacant home tax in the city of Hamilton would would clean it up and it would would um yeah, know, motivate lot. motivate those those you know people that that own those vacant distressed homes and, and either fix them up and and sell them or or just flip them to to an investor that wants to do something with there are, it. There are a lot of rat infested yeah. uh, properties in the north
1: end. <laughs> yeah, that are sitting there for sure. I know that. If you want to sell your um, house yeah. or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905 575 7700 online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Check them out on social media, whether it is Facebook or Instagram, TikTok, Threads X. They're all over social media. And you got to call the number one REMAX team in Canada to get your home sold, 905 575 7700. Don't want this to sound like the. Toronto Real Estate Show. This is the <laughs> Gulf of Real Estate Show, but th- here's another issue in Toronto, and that is the land transfer tax because councillors have approved uh, a new game plan when it comes to that uh, tax uh, for homes valued at $3 million or higher. So wh- is this going to have a big impact too?
2: So I was talking to Phil about this, and we were saying, that, does, the, does the seller pay this or does the buyer pay this? And the, the seller th- will pay it on closing. Yeah, but I, I think it's, I, I'm not sure if it's the, I think it's the buyer that pays it. Um, but anyway, what it is, is um, they're looking at the uh, tax for anything, like anything between three million and four million and 4 million is three and a half percent tax. So basically, if you were buying or selling, we got to find out, this is the buyer, the, the, the buyer pays the land transfer tax. That's right. Yeah. So there would be $122,000 they would pay. On a on a on a three and a half million dollar house, and then if if the house sold for and if it's between four and five million, it's a four point five percent tax, right. and that would be let's say you're you're selling uh, uh, buying a four point five million dollar house, you would have to pay a two hundred and two thousand dollar tax, and <laughs> now think about this that that's crazy. If you're okay now, if you're in a ten million dollars, now believe me, even a, a guy buying a house between ten and twenty million dollars. So let's say he's buying a $15 million house. He has to pay almost a million dollars in tax, Wow! right? That's a, that. so, but, but currently right now over $2 million, it's a 2.5% tax. Yes. So they're, they're adjusting that and and, and and just increasing it even more to 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 the buyer in terms of Toronto, in terms of that, that super luxury market. They, they're saying, Hey, you want to buy a luxury home? You're going to have to pay a tax for that. Now, I mean, they're adjusting to the prices as well, right? Yeah. But, but I'll, I'll tell you, in the lower end luxury we're talking maybe under the 5 million you're going to see those guys saying i don't know they may they may back off yeah but in the but also in the high end luxury guys that are buying 10 million plus uh, it, it's pretty expensive they may you know what i mean like like luxury homes higher luxury homes high end luxury super luxury don't appreciate as much as the lower end so let's say you buy a 20 million dollar house today right in 10 years that 20 million dollar house may be worth 22 22- to $25 million. It, and, Who and, knows? and then you put in probably another 3 million yeah. into the house just to keep it updated. Yeah. So your margins are not very good on making on luxury, super luxury homes. I And I tell that to people when they, if they're buying an, a very expensive house, I say, guys, listen, I don't know that you're coming from a million dollar house. Those houses appreciate real fast and real good because uh, there's a huge population can afford that price at that price point but when you get into the super luxury yeah um th- there's less buyers more maintenance the appreciation is not as good i me personally i would not buy a super luxury home for an investment property there's no way unless i knew i could flip it make a million dollars yeah. overnight but i'd never take the risk uh, risk on that get caught with it but i i think this is just enough to deter someone away Right. If somebody if somebody's in the market and looking for their for their dream home, super luxury and and has that wealth and that money to do it. What, you know, all of a sudden they hear this and it's like, OK, well, you know, I'm going to start to look other places and and and, you know, maybe they go look in Florida instead or go up, look up in the Muskoka's instead. And and maybe they just stay stay put where they are in, in Toronto. So it's, it's I, I think it's, it's we've seen it happen in California. Where where they're they you know they they started taxing the super luxury homes and and immediately they saw people jumping ship and and wanting to sell their properties and and moving because they they know it's going to have an effect on on their market and it's just enough to deter you know a small percentage of buyers away and, and let's face it in, in terms of the 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 it's, population of that buyer pool it's your zero point zero 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 one percent it's going to hurt. The under five million, yeah. we just we were just hearing in in uh, in Woodbridge. I mean, a lot of houses that people bought during the high times for five million dollars, they're under power sale. Yeah, There's, so yeah. their mortgages increase. This will hurt the under the luxury under five million dollars. So you're going to see people having these homes, and they're going to be sitting on them forever. And Toronto's already doubled, you know, the land transfer tax. Yeah, in comparison to the rest of the province, and they and and they, and, and, and they, and they were trying to do that in Hamilton and Niagara, yeah. and uh, and brokers, um, uh, all the real estate brokers uh, that got a committee together to fight that that, yeah. uh, that to have the land transfer. Tax but even double. when they doubled it, so like you know every every action is going to have a ripple effect through through the real estate market. But even when they doubled it, and and even that, it, you know when it's it, 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 it Toronto's still one of the hottest real estate markets in the world right even with double the land transfer tax so who knows who is this going to have a dramatic effect maybe maybe first like i think it, it, i think it will maybe at the it. beginning right and then and then it just it just adds into the cost of doing business and and you just make it a part of your number so who knows um but but what we do know is they're in deep trouble and they're scraping at the bottom of the barrel for every dollar and penny they can get out of, out of each and every single consumer and and this is just another way that they're going to do it to 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 try and run their city. Will it happen here in it, will they, will they add a luxury tax like in Hamilton? I don't think we have a we have a, a big enough luxury market for it to uh, have I, you know I, I, could, I could see them doing three, like 3 million plus. Like it, in, in, in you encounter. know when you when you look at our market and you look at the amount of homes that are sold over 3 or 4 million it, it's not a crazy amount. Um in comparison I think I think if they were to do that here, it would it would hurt and kill our luxury market more than it would Toronto just because yeah. of, of the amount of properties that we have. Right. The, you know, very rarely do we see properties sold over four or five million dollars, um, you know, on, on this side. So it,
1: it's, uh, it's it's crazy in terms of what's going on in Toronto and and what they're doing to their their real estate market. I got a couple questions on this. I'll fire at you two fellows when we come back after the break. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check them out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and X. And for an instant home estimate, go online to golfiehomevalue.com. That website address, again, is golfiehomevalue.com homevalue.com More of the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition next on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified. The guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Homeward bound I wish I
1: Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Phil Golfy, sales representatives with REMAX's Garmin Realty, the Golfie Team. Call them today. You'll be calling the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie Team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, and Threads. And you can also visit golfyluxury.com. That's golfyluxury.com and peruse some of the luxury properties that are on the market. Speaking of which, we've been talking about this uh, land transfer tax in Toronto. Uh, the, the tax of homes above $3 million is going to be jumping in the new year. And we talked a little bit before the break about the impact in Hamilton or maybe even Ancaster or, or, or Burlington that has you know, a few luxury homes in its own right. I got a couple of instances and a couple of questions for you. How many $3 million plus homes in Toronto right now do you think these homeowners who are thinking about, I'm going to put my home up for sale in the new year, how many of them do you think are going to say, I'm going to list it for 299 because I, I don't want Absolutely. to deal with this tax?
2: absolutely. they they know they know the market will be greater uh, under the two nine nine for sure because uh, it it'll it'll save it'll save the it'll save the buyer and the seller money that way.
1: The other question is how many, and we were talking about homes doubling in price every ten years? How many homes right now in Toronto are at that you know, two two and a half million dollar range, they're seeing this tax come down the line. Do you think that might I don't know. Entice them to get their home on the market to prevent uh, having to deal with this tax, and just maybe live in their forever home because they just don't want to deal with it. I think it's an added pressure. If you're if you're if you're
2: considering, you know, if you're on that fence where it's like, do we list? Do we move? Do we, you know, where what are we doing? This might influence their or impact their decision that they they're going to make in terms of you know selling their property. This. Like I said, it's at the beginning. It's gonna it's gonna be a huge deterrent in terms of buying a a super luxury home above that three million dollar threshold. There's just an added cost to doing business. It's not and 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 once we get into the swing of things, it's just people are gonna get used to it, and it's just gonna be another tax that we're we're you know we become accustomed to no one feels sorry for the person that's going out and buying over, you know, over a $3 million home. No one, right. If if, if, it's going to be the cost of doing business. And if you're in that super luxury market and you can afford that, it's just going to be the price that you have to pay to be able to go buy that luxury property. Now, as I said in the last segment, in my opinion, this is enough to deter someone away from buying that property, which will ultimately hurt that market. In the beginning, in my opinion, and like like I said, you know, once you get into the swing of things, it's going to be very accustomed and becoming the cost of doing business. So I think I think at the beginning, it's going to push sellers to sell. Before they before it becomes in, in, into effect, and, and at the beginning, buyers are going to feel really apprehensive of, of of jumping into that market. It, it, it'll hurt. It'll hurt the uh, Toronto market at the For beginning. sure, it, it'll hurt. Now that three million dollar uh, mark is like maybe one point five to one point seven eight million dollars here in the Hamilton, right. Lancaster area um and it could be uh two 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 and a half uh about two million 2.2 million in burlington so i mean there are a lot of people in that price point population in toronto is huge so there is a lot more buyers in that range it will affect the the the, between the three and four million dollars there's no doubt about it it is going to drive the luxury market down and it's going to stay stagnant for a bit so if you own a luxury home you're going to have to wait and see and let it uh, play out or, and see what's going to happen. Toronto, Toronto is a global real estate market. There's a lot of people in terms of, in terms of high net worth, high wealth people from around the world that own second and third properties, whether they're vacation properties or what have you, that will, will now be aware of this. And instead of Toronto, it might be in New York city or, or it might be somewhere else that they're going to look instead of, of, of this. And this is just, you know, if, like i said it's another it's good cash grab for the city exactly so and and listen for some people it might not affect them for some people it, it, it you know it's just they'll look past it's it like and it's like photo radar in hamilton well <laughs> i always say it I, I, you know it's like the gas prices right remember you know i remember gas prices climbing and you know they you know they hit the one dollar mark and and that was crazy at that time and and you know i in comparison to where they are today it's 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 insane, but it's it's like I said, you get used to it, you move on, and and, and away you go, right? You when the first, when the gas prices start to increase, you kind of you watch it
1: for a few weeks, and and
2: then you get used to
1: it. So it's just
2: like I said, it's the cost of doing business.
1: Got another minute in this segment? Are you or are either of you guys surprised that Hamilton doesn't have a land transfer tax, or at least one that mirrors what Toronto's doing? I I think they'll
2: do. Uh, I, I think they'll increase land transfer tax. It depends on how, how deep in debt we're in. And uh, it, it, it's it's something's going to come down the pipe. And it's not just Hamilton. It's going to be the rest of Ontario you watch. Um, and I know they tried to, to double the land transfer tax uh, in the rest of Ontario after Toronto did it because they said, well, Toronto, it didn't affect them. But they are going to, I, I just, I could see it coming in, but it, it'll hurt us more than it will in Toronto like can you imagine coming up like you you save enough money for the down payment now now you have to save just the same amount of money just for the land transfer tax that it, it, it's going to be tough and 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 people already have a tough time as it is now trying to save up for a house so you want people
1: to have home home ownership well don't double the land transfer tax. That's for sure. It's going to be a kick in the gut for many. That is for sure. When we come back, we're going to talk about Toronto area buyers who are walking away from big deposits and some homes in the big city down the highway are not selling even the ones that are the most desirable. So what is going on? This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. And one last go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Phil Golfie, sales representatives with REMAX, Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today, 905-575-7700. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. Give them a like on Facebook. Follow them on TikTok and Instagram, X and Threads. Uh, We've been focusing a lot on Toronto today, and that's because a lot of uh, weird things are going on down the highway, including uh, maybe not weird, but uh, surprising in its own right, and that is a lot of people have been putting down these big deposits on homes, but with inflation where it is and interest rates where they are, they've been walking away, And, and some of these deposits are like, $100,000, $200,000, $300,000. Hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. What do you guys make of this?
2: Yeah, I get it. As, you know, people bought in a high market. Now the uh, the properties are coming up for uh, occupancy, and uh, either they can't get the mortgage uh, for it. Or the appraisal, the appraisal, yeah. They, the the appraisal is coming in far less than what the property's worth. And, and this, you know, the, the specific buyer's having to come up with an extra hundred, two hundred thousand dollars 200000 on top of their, or, or the buyer's going like this, you know what? I bought this property for $1.5 Now it's only worth $1.2 or $1.1. $1. Yeah. 1 and uh, why should I? Uh, uh, buy, uh close on this deal where i'm closing on something that's worth less than it is it's, it's yeah. like it's like no so so it's, it's hard to gauge it's hard to gauge they are walking away from it the builders are struggling cuz they don't want to take possession of it because yeah they cuz if they have to sell it for a lower price then they're going to take possession of a lot of them they're going to sell them for a lot less and it's going to be tough. Here, here's what I don't get in, in that crazy market of 2021 and 2022, it was the builders who were canceling the contracts of the buyers to go and resell them. Cause yeah. we saw that, we saw that market accelerate so fast and they looked at their development and said, you know, we can get another 10 to 15 points on each and every single unit. Why don't we, we cancel all our purchase contracts and go out there and resell it again. Now, you know, the market's tailed back. And, and it's it's the builders who, who are needing the buyers now and, and it's the buyers wanting to cancel their contracts here's my advice work with your builder and, and see if they're willing to do anything with you or for you to be able to to accommodate or make the sale happen whether it's whether it's a reduction in price whether it's extending the, the completion date or the closing date whether it's or, or find out, down the interest exactly. rate. Find down the interest rate of uh, two points off the interest whether rate. Whether it's financing solutions to help them out with that, but go to your builder and and, and, and try and work with them and, and come up with a solution to help you close that deal because that builder doesn't want to take ownership of it and they don't want to resell it to someone else for for no. The bad advice in my opinion is 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 is, and I've heard it a lot out there, is walking away from your deposit. Do not walk away. Try and find a solution before you walk away from your deposit. And it's not just a matter of losing your deposit, and that's what a lot of people think out there. It's not. You, you will lose more than your deposit because once that builder takes has to go out and resell it and they sell it for less than what you paid, they're going to come after you for the difference. And, 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 that, and we saw that in the resale market, and we're starting to see that in the pre-construction market. The the worst advice out there, in my opinion, is to walk away from your deposit. Because most builders are have lawyers on retainers. so it, does, sure, it doesn't, it doesn't cost, cost them as much. No. So 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 work with your builder. Try and come up with a solution to to accommodate the closing, um, and and a lot of good builders out there will will, will try and work with you the best they can. But it, it, it's a really difficult position that a lot of people are in, and we we hear a lot about it right now. A lot of people are calling us right now and, and asking us to help them assign their listings because yeah. they, they they have an up and coming closing and they and they you know they don't have they don't have a solution to close on it. No. So so they're scrambling to try and try and do something with it. But it, it, that's the situation we're in right now. That's the situation a lot of people are in, and especially the investors. They're, that was the, the hot button topic where you went out and and, and bought. Two or three condos, and and you didn't have to close on them, and you can flip them for, yeah,
0: you know, in, no in,
2: in in our area, people were flipping them for fifty to sixty thousand. In Toronto, there were some people that were assigning units for and making two hundred and two hundred three hundred thousand through that crazy market. I had a builder come up to me in Grimsby and said, "Do you want to make a hundred thousand dollars by buy a condo?" And at the time, I I I you know, I I said no, I I'm not in a position to buy one. But every single person who bought these condos made a hundred thousand dollars. By the time that they moved into it, that people thought they can continue to do this. And what happened was when that when that condo market carried into, you know, into the, you know, kept on kept on going, people got people got fascinated by by flipping
1: these condos and a lot of people got caught. Well, pretty scary stuff. Uh, Lastly, we got about a minute. Just the this, I guess, speaks to the hibernation issue in Toronto. A lot of homes aren't selling there. Even the most desirable ones are people just pressing pause right now because of where we are financially. I absolutely, and I think I think if you can wait till
2: uh, next year to to sell, I, I think that's the best way. And the buyers right now, unless it's a super deal, they're not, they're not going to jump at it. And, and for it to be a super deal, it's going to be, it could be five to 10% under the real market value. And, and a lot of people don't want to sell, sell it at that, uh, under market value. So to me, in my opinion, and I've always said this, uh, if you don't have to sell, then just, uh, be patient and, and you'll, you'll get it sold. But, uh, but if you have to sell, You're just going to have to keep dropping it, and it's just going to cost you more money. That's all I'm
1: saying. Well, if you have to sell or you want to sell or you're in the market to buy a house, call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That is the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Hit the follow button so you never miss an episode thanks for listening to the golfy real estate show hamilton edition we're back next saturday at nine on 900 chml
0: the proceeding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml